Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! Insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Here we are, home stretch here on Silver and Black today, the Tuesday edition. We hope you're doing well out there, Raider Nation. Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten with you. Mo is the senior NFL writer at Future Report, also the Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. You can catch him on the X.com. At Mo Moton, M O E M O T O N. Uh, you can catch me at LV Gully. Also, read my work up on sportsnot.com as well. Okay, Mo, let's. We were talking at the end of the last segment, we were starting to talk a little bit about coaching, and we talked about the, uh, how, how Josh McDaniels' press conferences bugged me, and you said, be quiet. Um, and he's not going to give you much, and, and I agree with you on that one. But if we look at the coaching itself, a lot of fans like to, oh, it was a terrible play call, terrible play call. And, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes I think they're just upset with the result, and I get that. But I will say, I found myself on Sunday several times looking at sequences, so not one play, but looking at sequences, and when I look at what they're doing in the red zone, it's really strange. Between the 20s, I see Josh McDaniels a little more creative. Now, I understand the playbook shrinks when you get inside the 20. I get it, right? And even he said that in the press conference. But they get really, really, really tight in that red zone. And I remember watching all of those great Patriots teams uh, where he called the offense, and I don't recall them being that conservative inside the red zone. Give me your best guess why 
that red zone offense is not firing on all cylinders and we're not seeing anything close to the creativity we saw when he was in New England. When you can't run the ball consistently or efficiently, it limits it limits what you could do. I'm being yeah. honest here. Yeah. I said it on my Bleacher Report Lab after the game. If you can't run the ball, we saw the Raiders try to run the ball on third and two to close the game. They couldn't get two yards. They lost a yard on that run before the Patriots got their last possession, right? So they can't run the ball consistently. So if you take that out of the playbook and, and teams aren't, I, I wouldn't say not respecting the run, but if you're not confident in your run game, there's not much you can do inside a closed area i'm not giving josh mcdaniels an out but if his offense isn't executing on those simple plays on run plays and now you're in a closed area where where if you if you don't execute properly that ball could be tipped up in the air and you have an interception you know then you're not gonna have a lot of success in the red zone i think it starts it stems and root it's rooted in the run game if the Raiders had an effective run game, they'd be more effective in the red zone. And if you're more effective in the red zone, the run game, then you can open up the pass because certain t- certain defenders would be playing up and hoping, not hoping, but anticipating that Josh Jacobs gets the rock. Now you have a wide receiver who's open on the far in the end zone. You have a tight end who's open in the middle of the end zone. Trust me, the run game opens up a lot. It's complimentary football. We talk about this a lot on the show. Right. And if we talk about that offensive line, so so if the problem, let's let's play uh, you're Dr. Mo, I'm Dr. Scott, and we're diagnosing the issue here, we know the offensive line is not run blocking uh, as well as they did last year. We also have the running back who might not be as play, playing as, and it could be motivation, it could be all sorts of things. So you look at that and you say to yourself, okay, you're six weeks in, how do you fix it? I don't know that they can because this gets back to roster management. They went, and, and in some ways, I don't blame them, though. They ran the ball great last year, right? So if you, you have one change, you have Greg Van Roten up front at the right guard. Otherwise, if I'm the GM, I'm thinking, hey, they did well on the run last year. They needed to improve some areas here. We knew about the right side, which is why they addressed it. I don't know that I would have made a different choice. Now, of course, if you could upgrade on the offensive line, you do. But clearly, they don't feel like they were able to. Where? What do you do at this point? The best thing you do right now is to upgrade your right guard position. Because if Josh Jacobs isn't, as you said, he's part of the blame why the run game isn't what it is, then your best bet is to upgrade the offensive line. The Raiders are trying to do that because you're starting to see Thayer Mumford on the field more. Mm-hmm. So they're, they are trying to make tweaks to their offensive line, which lets you know that they feel like their offensive line play could be a lot better. If you remember early in the season when they had six offensive linemen on the field, they still couldn't run the ball effectively. <clears throat> So, yeah. so part of it is, I don't know what's going on with Josh Jacobs. Part of it is, I, I think if you upgrade the guard position, because Dylan Parmas had his rough patches, Greg Van Roten, as we know, has been playing well the past couple or to few weeks. If you upgrade the guard position, maybe you get better results, but there's, there's nothing much you can do. You've already brought back Josh uh, Jacobs on a modified franchise tech deal for $11.8 million, So you're not going to get rid of Josh Jacobs. You just have to get the most out of that offensive line, which, has, which as you said, has regressed from last year. Now, what about this, though? So, so I agree with you in the red zone. You know, you have to run the ball effectively because that's what opens up the pass. But what we are seeing is how defenses are playing this Raiders offense, which is they're stacking the box more for Josh Jacobs, right? They're getting people up there because that goes to me back to quarterback play. Because if you don't have a quarterback who you think is going to beat you down the field, what do you do? You take away their next their their their, their offensive weapon, Josh Jacobs, in the backfield. Um, and, and you saw with Brian Hoyer, again, I know people were shocked 
when Brian Hoyer, as you mentioned in the first segment, gets the longest pass play, longest play of the Raiders offensive season to Trey Tucker. Um, but you saw Hoyer come out and Hoyer started to throw the ball down a little bit. And that made the Patriots adjust. And you saw Josh Jacobs. I think he had, what, a 10-yard run or a 9-yard run? That was his longest run of the game after Hoyer was in the game. So I think it goes back to your point about if you run the ball effectively. But it also has to do with quarterback play. What I would also try, if I'm in the red zone, if I'm the Raiders at this point, I would try to get the ball into Trey Tucker's hands. Mm. So how many times have we seen Trey Tucker get an end around or, or a sweep and he gets a bunch of yards? Now, I know it's a different situation because you're in, again, close quarters in the red zone. But I watched that Bills-Giants game last uh, on Sunday. And it's a copycat league, right? So I watched the Bills' offensive design in the red zone when they scored that touchdown to get the lead 14 to uh, 9, I believe it was. What they did was they had they used Stephon Diggs as a decoy inside the 20. So they had maybe the Giants had maybe two or three defenders watching Stephon Diggs. That drew coverage to the middle of the field. So they had Stephon Diggs run a crosser to the middle of the field. It drew like two, three defenders. And behind him was their speedy wide receiver who was wide open. So yeah. the Raiders can use that same design where they use Devontae Adams as a decoy, draw the defender's attention, and you have Trey Tucker come up behind him, easy touchdown. And again, it's a copycat league. And a lot of times teams watch other teams make, you know, make a play and they go, we should put that in our playbook. We should put that in our game plan. And I think if the Raiders were watching, if any Raiders coaches were watching that Bills game, I would use that design. I'm not saying use Devontae Adams as a decoy at all times. I would actually throw him the ball if I could, if, especially if he has single coverage. But if he has double, triple coverage on him in the red zone, then somebody's going to be open, even in close quarters. Right, and with his speed, I mean, you even see what some of Miami's doing with their motion offense there, and and there's plays there that they could lean from because they use Tyreek Hill that way. And I'm not comparing those two guys yet, obviously, but their speed is 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 similar. And so you can use that too. It's motion on the same side of the ball and you just move it and you're able to get him in space and, and pop the quick pass um, or, or bring him back behind the quarterback and run it. So there's all sorts of great things to do there. And that's, that's what I think the issue is here is they have to find it. But I know, I know nobody's going to be happy with Josh McDaniels. It's just interesting to f- see fire the coach after two straight wins. I don't know. If, you know, I, I see that very much. I know pe- he's not a huggable, likable guy, just like his boss in New England wasn't, right? Bill Belichick's never going to be one that you're going to say, oh, I, that guy's a great guy because he's just not warm and fuzzy to the public, that is. And so I get that piece of it, but you have to look at it. And I, I was telling people on the postgame show, Mo, and I'm sure you will were on your Bleacher Report Live as well, which is he's not going anywhere. They're not going to fire this guy. Again, unless something goes really, really wrong and you start to see players speak out publicly and all kinds of jazz, he's not going anywhere, at least this year, I believe. Uh, and and so you got to get used to it. I would not spend your energy worrying about firing the coach, even when he does make mistakes. And I do believe I'm still seeing coaching malpractice at times. I, I stand by that. But at the same time, is it the team's biggest issue? I don't believe so. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy60. Here's where I am in the Josh Daniels, the fire Josh Daniels whole deal is I don't engage in, in the conversation simply because as long as the Raiders are winning, you're absolutely right. He's not going to get fired. I know the report came out this past week. Diana Racine had a report in the athletic that said if the Raiders don't start winning football games, Josh McDaniels could be out of a job. Well, the Raiders have won back-to-back games, and as I said, they're going <laughs> to play a, possibly a backup undrafted rookie quarterback with the Chicago Bears and Tyson Badgett next week, so this upcoming Sunday. So as of right now, I don't see Josh McDaniels going anywhere. So if, at this point, it's a moot. It's a moot conversation to even mm-hmm. broach right now because he, if the Raiders were one in five, then I would I would engage more because then it's a possibility because they're one in five and the season's running off the rails. But they're three and three right now, and then looking ahead to possibly going four and three. Mark Davis is not going to pull the trigger on a coach that's on a three game win streak. So why even discuss it at length? No, and we talked about it many times, and I I talk a lot about it with people in general when we're talking about the NFL, and that is. That being in that NFL purgatory, that that eight nine win range is like the worst, right? Because you don't you don't get a top ten or a top five pick, and you're not at the bottom. You're kind of just in the middle, which is tough in the NFL. Even though the league is built for parity, by the way, so in many ways, a lot of teams are there. But I think that what people forget in that is you still have to build your team. Right. And you don't just build a team. Yes, if you can get a transcendent quarterback at the top of the draft, I get that. But even with Williams now, you saw his performance against Notre Dame, this performance two weeks ago. Um, some people are backing off him already and saying, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe he's not that guy. Now, I still think he goes number one overall, but maybe Drake May is better. Now you have Penix coming. What a game he had. Nick's had a great game in that game as well. So, so the conversation switches. What's true in week one. And what do we say all the time, Mo? It's a long season. And that includes college football. So players and evaluation, all that stuff, this will change. Remember last year at this time, who was the top quarterback in the draft? I mean, Will Levis was one of the guys, right? He's not even playing, didn't even go in the first round. So again, temper <laughs> your expectations there. But the Raiders, the, the Raiders' road to being a winning franchise and football team doesn't begin and end with getting a quarterback one through three overall. And that I know was the point you were making earlier about the, the top 10 picks. So, so when you look at that, I understand why, and I said this to Murph, I understand why people, part of them would like to lose so that they could get that, that crown jewel at the top of the draft. But that doesn't tell you anything. Doesn't mean he's going to work out. Doesn't mean you'll get there. And I, that's why I keep telling tank for Caleb, tank for Williams, tank for, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Are you going to be worse than the Broncos? You want to beat the Broncos twice, right? Or do you want to lose to the Broncos? Uh, it, I don't know. I don't think Raider fans want to lose to the Broncos. Not only that, but are you going to be worse than, than the Carolina Panthers who are 0-6 right now? Because remember, the Carolina Panthers pick goes to the Bears. Yeah. The Bears are struggling. Justin Fields hasn't done enough to, to be that franchise guy yet. If the Bears get the number one overall pick with the Carol via the Carolina Panthers who are 0-6, there are three games, but there are three games behind the Raiders. They're 0-6. The Bears are slated to get the first pick. They're going to draft a quarterback. 
to replace Justin Fields and Justin Fields will go somewhere else. And they're so going to get Marvin Harrison number two. If they keep that. So they'll have, yeah. they'll have that duo. But I go back to this, right? And I just, like I said, I think fans who want to see the Raiders bottom out, it's a, it's a two, it's a, it's, there's two things there. One, they want a top pick to get a quarterback. And two, they want Josh McDaniels to get fired. So yes. you get a new head coach, you get a new quarterback, prosperity. But what I will say in reality, it's it's not something that's foreseeable right now simply because of where the Raiders are in the standings. They're three and three now. It's a long season. But for right now, the Carolina, they're like 14th in the draft order. <laughs> <laughs> and and like I said, as long as the Raiders are winning games, Josh McDaniels isn't going anywhere. So you might as well <laughs> root for some wins, at least that's some solace for now. Because yeah, you are probably going to be headed to NFL purgatory with an eight, nine, seven, and ten record. I had the Raiders at six and eleven. So I I already thought that they were going to end the season in some middle ground. What the Raiders are going to have to do, and I go back to my point in the first segment is. That coach's staff, whoever, whatever quarterback they roll with, whether it's Aiden O'Connell, a guy they draft, someone they they trade for, a veteran, that coach's staff has to be able to put that quarterback in the best position to succeed. And the biggest problem with the Raiders is being that they, they're struggling to score 20 points, the defense had to get them over the 20-point mark. No one believes in this coaching staff that they can get a quarterback you know, to play at their best because they haven't shown it yet. Yeah, very true. And, and that's the thing. I, look, I get it. I Fans want to get the best team possible, but there is not just one avenue, i.e. getting that quarterback at the top of the draft that gets you there, right? Clearly, if you went out and got the top quarterback in the draft, would you be comfortable with the offensive line you have right now? Mm, maybe, maybe not. I don't think most people would. Secondarily, I don't think that this team has all the other pieces it needs. So it needs to do, it needs to address a lot of issues and, and before it can be solid, you have to have depth in the NFL. Uh, and that's something that the Raiders need to be able to do as well here. So we'll see. Mo, all right, we're going to um, we're going to uh, take off for this show. We'll be back on Thursday with a new show. We'll talk Chicago Bears and have a guest for you as well. Mo, what do you got coming up this week that people need to know about? Got a Bleach Report live coming up on Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time. Subject and topic to be announced. I will also have a sports not piece coming up. Uh, just focusing on the defense. Again, there's a lot of, obviously, a lot of negativity around Josh McDaniels. But I think the defense deserves its due praise, along with Patrick Graham, for how they're playing, regardless of the competition. Because as I said, the Raiders are supposedly the get-right game for any offense this year. And that hasn't been the case over the past couple of weeks. Absolutely. All right. That's good. You can also uh, look for a show on Thursdays. I said, probably a, uh, a mailbag show coming up here on Wednesday as well. So stay tuned for that. Also, by the way, and before I forget, we, you can call in, make sure if you want to call in, um, and I'm trying to get the phone number up here. I should have it. Shouldn't I, Mo? I mean, uh, if you want to <laughs> call in, you can call into the show as well, but you can also send us your email and we're getting lots of email now of, of people that have strong, uh, opinions on what's going on with this team. So you can always call us at 702-900-7869. That's 702-900-7869. Leave your name, where you're from, and then your question or comment. Try to keep it as brief as possible. Our good friend AJ DeMello, the comedian, left us a three-minute message. Which Shout to AJ. Like, yes, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to edit it down for the show, but but we'll have AJ on. But again, it's 
7869. I'll put it in the description below uh, on the podcast and also on YouTube. You can also send us mail, mail at silverandblacktoday.com. That's mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Send us your comments, questions on everything we've talked about, feedback for the show, whatever you want it to be. It's all good. But we will be back on Thursday talking all about it uh, as well. Mo, have a good week, my man. We'll talk to you real soon. Talk to you soon. By the way, somebody yes. on this show said Raiders 2016. The score was 21-17. I don't yes, know who that I, was, I, but I'll just I'll just put that out there. Yes, I, I said 24-14. So we were in the, in the vicinity. I thought the Raiders would score more, and they should have. They should have had 21 points early in the second half, by the way, if they just convert in the red zone, which they can't do. So we were close. Good job. All right. For our producer, Mike Ravier, for Momo, and I'm Scott Colbrand. So take care, everybody. Don't forget, subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.